This is the 7 Figure Standard Podcast, hosted by Arash Vasugi and Mikey Stiller, with mindset and strategies to help you break through and create personal freedom. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the 7 Figure Standard Podcast. I'm Mikey Stiller, joined by my co-host, Arash Vasugi, and we're so thrilled to be back with you for another episode. And today, we're going to be getting into a powerful concept called subjective control. This is a term you may or may not have heard before, but our goal is that after today's episode, you know just how valuable this can be if understood and applied in your life. So, Araj, how are you doing? I'm great, Mikey. How are you? I am doing great as well, and I'm excited to get into today's episode because I know how much it can help all of our listeners. And what I would love if you would just give a pretty in-depth overview of what is subjective control, if someone's hearing that term for the first time. I'm going to give it very simple because I like to simplify everything. Subjective control is you're dictating what is going on inside of you. And now the biggest challenge that we all have is getting in control of our mindset and making it stronger than our emotions. And we want to get to the point that we don't let anything from the outside disturb us. That's subjective control. And so you're looking at the result, but you're not disturbed. You're not, even if you have great results, it doesn't impact you. It doesn't mean you don't feel good, but you don't let your ego go too high and drink your Kool-Aid too much because that's dangerous too. And so subjective control is you're objectively in control of yourself and you're controlling what you're putting in to the greatest power we have, which is our subconscious mind. And we're dictating the thoughts, the feelings, the actions, what our attitude is towards them. So Raj, how do you practice subjective control? Because it can be really easy to make up scenarios in your mind and maybe think like, okay, I won't react. I won't react. I'm going to respond. I'm going to stay calm. Once you're hit with adversity or once you're hit with something, how do you stay in control? Well, we have to prioritize attitude first. We have to understand it. A lot of people say, oh, I know a brief definition of attitude. And we talked about attitude several episodes back, but we have to prioritize it and understand attitude is at the core of everything we create. Either a great attitude towards something, a mediocre or bad, but most people are not prioritizing their attitude. And when you're not prioritizing your attitude and letting the outside dictate your attitude, dictate, oh, I'm in adversity, so I give up. I'm stuck. I don't feel good, right? You have to get to the core of it. One thing that I like doing is, let's say I react to something, and I'll say, is it real? And that neutralizes my mind right away by just saying, is it real? Should I be emotionally involved in that? Is the thing that I'm projecting really real? Is the thing that I'm getting emotionally involved with real? See, we understand there's no better way to understand how powerful your mind is when you start focusing on what you don't want, when you've internalized what you don't want, and when you let the adversity take over instead of getting to the cause of it. The cause is always us. The cause is always our belief around it. The cause is a trigger that we've suppressed that reminds us something from the past that we didn't like. And then it's almost like we're replaying that like it's right here, right now when it's not. I remember Earl Nightingale used to say like over 86% of the things we worry about are not even ever happen. And there's nothing more accurate to that. 
You know, what just popped in my mind is the passage by James Allen. And as a man thinketh, calmness of mind is one of the beautiful jewels of wisdom. And I've always thought previous to this conversation right here that he was talking about mental chaos, mental hurry. But now I'm wondering, was he really talking about this, which is subjective control? What are your thoughts on that? I definitely think he was. Uh, You know, calmness of mind is the greatest jewel we have. Like when we're calm is when we're neutral. See, when we're achieving and setting our goals, both of them, we got to set it first before we can achieve it. But when we're setting our goal, we do it in a calm manner and we accept that idea right away. Now, I want everybody to ask yourself, you know, over the last, maybe it's even today when you're listening to this, did something on the outside trigger you? They got you really ramped up in the wrong way. Did somebody cut you off? A lot of people, it'll take something very little. You know, I'm always telling my kids, you can learn a lot through your kids. They'll tell me, oh, this person made me feel this way. And I'll tell my kids all the time, you've got to get to a point that nothing disturbs you from somebody else. Now they roll their eyes at me. They think I'm crazy, but eventually they're going to get it because I keep that same message. That's what we have to do is business professionals. That's how you create your world. You create it for being in control. Think of a time you know, Mikey, I want you to think of this. And for everyone listening to you, I want you to think about it. Think of a time where you created the most amazing experience, whether that was a result you created, you just were so in the present moment, you were dictating what happened. The result is not what fulfills us. It's the pursuit of who we're becoming and getting subjective control, dictating that objective confidence that creates the subjective control. So is it the higher faculty of the will that you must use to hold subjective control? There's two of them. Subjective control comes from the will and the reasoning. Reasoning is our ability to think. So what does that mean? We could think whatever we want. So we can accept what we don't want, or we could accept what we do want. See, this is where faith comes in. You want to see what you want all day long, and you want to believe in the incredible. What's incredible? Your subconscious mind. Whatever you give it, it's going to express. And then you're going to receive what most people call miracles that us at Voss Coaching Co. call standard. I want it to be a standard. This is what it is. I want everybody's program from now on going to be, I am coming from the program of my goal. That's called subjective control. Even though I don't see it with my five senses, Everything I do, every decision I make, I come from it. Every attitude I have, I come from it. Every discipline comes from the goal, not what my present disciplines are. My present disciplines are outdated to get me to where I want to go. But here's the thing. We have to be calm. We don't fight it. If we just relax and just ask ourselves these questions, did I, every decision, if we start our day from this point on, that Every decision today is going to come from the person who would achieve that goal. Now, but then you actually obey yourself. You obey the intent. And remember, intent's just frequency of a thought. You're giving yourself a command and doing it. And every decision comes from that. Every attitude comes from that. Every standard comes from that. Every discipline comes from that. And then you're going to operate with a new identity. And the identity is the foundation of your results. Okay, this is so good. And it has me with all sorts of questions that I want to ask you to dig in a little bit deeper. And you were just talking about coming from the goal. Every decision is from the goal. Every discipline is from the goal. And we had a Q&A call, I want to say last week, where a client said, 
well, okay, if I had achieved my goal, then I'd be buying a private jet, but I obviously can't do that right now. So I just don't understand. Like it wasn't clicking in his mind what you meant by acting from the goal. And you explained it so beautifully on that Q&A. And I think it it will resonate and help everybody listening. So would you explain that a little bit deeper on what it means to come from the goal? Yeah. So a lot of people come from a materialistic, what they would have, which is fine. They could do that. I'm more interested in what are the three things I told this client, what would be the, like, if you already had that goal right now, what were the three disciplines that you would have created? And then it started clicking with him. See, to me, the having is an effect. It's not the cause. I want everyone to get to the cause. The cause is us. The cause is our disciplines. So what type of experiences would you have in terms of disciplines? What type of disciplines would you have made as part of your identity to achieve that goal? Maybe it's subjective control. Well, I know it has to be. It has that that's like at the forefront because that's going to control your attitude. The second thing it would be what if you were much better at your craft? Like how often are you practicing your craft? That's a great discipline. I work with sales professionals all the time. You know what the thing they don't want to do at all? Practice their presentation. You know the thing that's going to get them to their goal is becoming a master at what they do. And that could be with somebody who's singing, somebody who's a gymnast, somebody who is a aspiring golfer, whatever it is. It doesn't matter what it is, aspiring business owner. But the disciplines are going to create your freedom. I'm telling you this right now. Spend the time building the disciplines as part of your identity. Is it hard? In the beginning, it's hard. And then it gets a lot of fun. In the middle, it's going to be up and down. It's going to be constantly going up and down, up and down, up and down. You're thinking you're losing your mind because that's where the middle is so messy. But keep at it. That's what's going to take you to where you want to go. And get really good with questions. Ask yourself questions. Questions always neutralize you. It's not... When you're asking a question, it's objective. Ask other people questions. So many people, they word vomit all the time. And instead of just asking other people questions, and then you're going to get the answers because you could learn from any single person. Mm -hmm. Raj, you talked about the importance of being neutral. What does it actually mean to be neutral? Neutral is when you're right in the middle where you're very objective. It's not positive or negative. And you're coming almost out of body and you're watching your behaviors and you're saying, did I operate as an A plus performer today? That would be a neutral thought. Did I, once again, a question, could I have done what I did better today? I know I can always do better than what I did. I know that that's not putting myself down. I can always get better. So tomorrow I'm thriving and aspiring to continue to get better. Now, What's happening is most people don't ask themselves the critical question. They're never neutral. And I said never. I'm sure that's going to hit people in a certain way. The true pros in life are always the most objective people to themselves. They're looking at ways they can get better. They're not drinking their Kool-Aid. See, when you're drinking your Kool-Aid, this is why we have to be humble and hungry because we can always get better. I'm not telling you not to appreciate your wins. I want you to appreciate them. And then I want those wins to be your floor now, not your ceiling. You know, I don't even believe in ceilings because our thinking is going to take us as far as we want to go. There's no such thing as a ceiling. As long as we have a healthy mental state, then we can go as far as our thinking goes. 
Faraj, whenever you talk about being neutral, you're not referring to not having a desire, but you're talking about the desire not owning your emotions, correct? Yeah, we don't want anything to own our emotions. We want When we're neutral, it doesn't mean you don't have your foot on the gas. It means you're objective. It means you're getting to the truth. You know, that's where the power is. Neutral is an attitude. And it's not ego-based. It's actually being away from ego. It's being in the present moment to observe yourself. That's neutral. You know, I will tell you, when my life really changed is when I practiced neutrality. When I really practiced being neutral. And now it's my MO. It is my absolute MO is to get neutral all the time. Like I like to feel, even if I feel pain, it doesn't feel good, but I know that pain is something I suppress. I know it's something that I triggered. It might've been something from the past that I'm afraid to go back there. But I have, when it comes up, I have to deal with it. If I don't deal with it, then it's going to start to own me. And then it could create some sabotaging behaviors going forward. So Raj, if someone's listening to this and they're thinking, okay, I'm gaining an understanding of what it means to have subjective control. And that's something that I need to work on, or I have not previously mastered this. What are the first steps that someone takes to start mastering subjective control? Well, first of all, we've got to understand how important it is. We got to put a priority on it, that I want you to give yourself a command that you're going to dictate what you put in your mind. I want you to be in control of that. You dictate it, not what somebody else says, not what your results are telling you. Then you've got to develop the attitude of perseverance. Perseverance becomes an act of your will against common sense and logic. We want to understand that. Perseverance has, listen, my senses are telling me nothing's changing, but I keep going. I keep going. I do one extra thing. I do my call five minutes longer. I go another 30 days, even though I thought I would have it by now. That is how you're going to change this. But here's the big part. You're not a victim to your five senses. You have that will and reasoning faculty that we talked about. So you get to, I want you to hear my words, you get to accept or reject any idea that you have. That's why we're not a victim to our five senses. Now, if we're not thinking and we're letting the outside think for us, we're not in subjective control. And then what's going to happen? You're just accepted with your imagination, another higher faculty, and it goes deep down in your subjective. And then guess what? You believe what the result tells you. Your identity is based on the result. See, you've got to value yourself. You've got to value what you're capable of. If one person can do it, anybody can do it. I say this over and over again because I believe it with every cell in my body. If you have a want, that want came from the deeper side of you. It's meant to be fulfilled. Now, how do you fulfill it? You've got to develop yourself. You've got to grow. And you've got to come with a selfless heart. Coming from a selfless heart, to me, is what defines greatness. Greatness is about bringing yourself up and getting people behind you and lifting them up. Greatness is not about ego. It's not about you. It's about we. And when we understand that, because none of us are going to achieve our goals without the assistance of other people. Those are people that are going to be on your team, customers you can help inspire and help them change their results. But we have to start understanding we need people. That's where greatness comes from. And that's where leadership comes from. 
This is so good. And honestly, I hope if you're not driving, you've got a pen and a piece of paper out and you're taking notes or you'll go back and re-listen. Araj, I love the way you brought up imagination there because imagination is one of those amazing superpowers that we have that we can use either to our benefit or to our demise, right? Especially when it comes to subjective control. And maybe we should do an entire episode on imagination and all the higher faculties. But I just love the way that you broke that down. I'd love to get into an action step for everybody. Well. The action step here is really prioritizing subjective control. What I would do if I was everybody is I would purchase the book, Power of Awareness with Awakened Imagination. And the author's name is Neville. And the chapter in it, you can get it as a free PDF because it was written so long ago. If you just type in subjective control and I would read it, it, the The chapter is about two pages, maybe three pages. It's not very long, but it's very powerful. And I would read it for 30 days, but I would practice it and get really good at building your ability to dictate what comes in inside of you. And this happens, which you guys should be pros at this by now, because I've told you accepting and rejecting is going to be one of your best friends. It's going to be your ally. And I would practice it. But I wouldn't just read subjective control. How I would study it is I would read it five times a day. I would literally go deep into it so you keep it on the forefront of your mind. And don't just listen to this once. Listen to this podcast recording over and over and over again. Because if you're sitting there right now and you do not love your results, or if you like your results but you're still not in love at the highest level, You've got to learn subjective control. It is going to make things so effortless for you. But practice, because here's the thing. Knowledge isn't power. It's the application of the knowledge that creates the result. But we've got to get in real harmony with repetition. It's very logical. Why should I read something five times a day? Why should I say something every three hours? That's called learning. And that's how you're going to change. It's the repetition of putting a priority on dictating what goes inside of you and doing it from a neutral perspective. I'm telling you, it will change your results literally, literally overnight. Not exactly overnight, but in six months, three months, you're going to say, oh my God, it feels so good that I'm not letting anything disturb me. I'm in control. I'm not reacting. I'm dictating what goes on. And I'm feeling. That's a big one, feeling. See, feeling is a key. And most people are not feeling. They're suppressing. I don't want you to suppress. That that doesn't mean all the feelings are great. Some of them may be things that that is causing the scarcity in your heart that you got to dig back up. I want you to feel. I want you to feel the pain. I want you to feel the joy. I want you anything, any residual scarcity, we've got to get it out of you because it's going to block the flow of the good you desire to you. Araj, we talk a lot about freedom at Voss Coaching Co. and how the pursuit of freedom is such a worthy pursuit. And I think that the freedom of your peace of mind, freedom of not letting the outside control you is just as important as freedom when it comes to finances or your time. Do you agree? Yeah, for me, no, I don't just agree. I 1000% agree. To me, freedom financially does not happen until you have freedom emotionally. You have to have peace of mind before you're going to create it in your results. You have to build that faith muscle and know that you know that you know. You don't know how many people, Mikey, will tell me, well, 
you're not in my industry. I don't need to be in your industry. See, your industry, your business, your job is a reflection of you. You're bringing you to the table. So it mm -hmm. doesn't matter what it's doing. Go look at your relationships. How are your relationships? You're putting the same deposits in relationships as you would be towards your business. Everything works the same. How we do one thing is the same behavioral pattern that we do everything. So this is what we've got to lock into and understand. It's always about you. And you're infinite. And you've got to understand that part of you. Once you understand that, you're going to be playing with a competitive advantage because most people do not. This was so good. I think this might be my favorite podcast episode we've done to date. And I could say that about several episodes, but this one was so good and can transform your life. So go ahead and share this with your friends and family. Give us a rating and a review, and we'll see you back next week on Tuesday for another episode of the Seven Figure Standard Podcast. Thanks, Araj. Thanks, Frankie. Thank you for listening to this episode of Seven Figure Standard. We hope you found the insights and strategies helpful on your journey to success. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform to help us reach more people like you. To learn more about Arash and Mikey and how Voss Coaching Co. can help you achieve your goals and reach new levels of success, visit VossCoachingCo.com. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of 7 Figure Standard.